Hey everyone, and welcome to Hey everyone, welcome to Section 105 Game Day. I am your host Evan Yost, and with me I have co-host Davis Jackson. Uh, two special guests that we have now: Noah Self and Caleb Self. Hello, everyone. Hey, how's it going? All right, we're gonna kick things off with our games to recap. First game, we got UCF at Cincinnati. Uh, Desmond Ritter, the uh, Cincinnati uh, quarterback, played really well. He had he was 17 for 31, 149 yards, two touchdowns, and only one interception against the UCF defense. Yeah, UCF has now lost two games. Um, they're not as good as they have been uh, the last two years with uh, quarterback McKenzie Milton, but they still have a good shot at the ACC title. AAC, my bad. Yeah, Cincinnati dominated the entire game from the start, and the defense played really well. How about UCF declaring a national championship a couple of years ago and now losing to Cincinnati? What an embarrassment. All right, next we got Iowa at Michigan. Uh, Shea Patterson played well, according to, like, from uh, at least better than he played against uh, Wisconsin. Uh, he was 14 for 26, 147 yards, and w- only one interception. He didn't have a touchdown, but this game was really close with only one touchdown being scored. So, I mean, not much to say, but Shea Patterson did a pretty good job. Yeah, Michigan, they beat a good team. Iowa's a pretty good team, and um, – they only put up 10 points doing it, but a win is still a win. Um, they played great on defense, holding Iowa to only three points, uh, but there's still some questions on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, the defensive battle, I'm always going to take Michigan. There's a reason why they won. Uh, if Michigan's going to beat Ohio State, they're going to need to put up more than 10 points. Uh, Ohio State's a juggernaut. Now we got Oklahoma State at Texas Tech. Uh, I wasn't expecting Oklahoma State to stay in the top 25, um, but I, I did expect them to beat Texas Tech. Uh, but Jeff Duffy, the uh, quarterback for Texas Tech, he, he came out playing extremely well, 26 for 44. So not very many completions, but he made the most out of those completions, being four, uh, 424 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, kind of building off what you said, Tech's offense exploded even without uh, starting quarterback Alan Bowman. Uh, Jet Duffy played great, but for Oklahoma State, Spencer Sanders, their quarterback, threw three interceptions. He's now got eight on the season. Uh, he needs to cut back on those. Tech's offense played great and responded well from the Oklahoma game, but I don't see him winning very many games in the Big 12. Yeah, building off of that, it will be interesting to see what Texas Tech does this weekend, visiting McLean Stadium in Waco. Uh, I will be at the game. I'll have an eye test for us next week, and it'll be interesting to see uh, Duffy in action. All right. Look forward to that. Now, we go on to Auburn at Florida. And you know the saying, the, next, uh, the bench has to be ready next man up. Kyle Trask, uh, subbing for Felipe Franks. Uh, is playing pretty well, 19 for 31, 234 yards, and two touchdowns against uh, against Auburn's defense. Yeah, Florida's D played uh, great, forcing Bo Nix to uh, fear interceptions. Um, the offense, they played decent. You're not going to have – Florida's not an offensive – as much of an offensive team as 
like Ohio State or Texas Tech even. Um, but Kyle Trask, um, he was out some. Uh, they need to score more this week against LSU in a big game. Yeah, Kyle Trask never gave up playing on his frame to MCL after halftime. Florida's pass rushing was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Bo Nix is fairly unproven as a passer. Uh, as well as a leader. We'll see how he responds in the next game. Auburn concerns me on the offensive side of the ball. All right, now we go on to Texas and WVU. And, Davis, I know you like this game. <laughs> um, but I was actually expecting this game to be pretty good, which it was. I mean, it was only an 11-point game. Sam Ellinger played pretty well, 18 for 33, 211 yards, two touchdowns, and, one, and only one interception. Yeah, uh, like you said, Ellinger had a good day. But I think the defense, they didn't they, – they, yeah, they gave up 31 points, but they intercepted Austin Kendall four times, two of those coming from Deshaun Jameson, who, like you said uh, about Kyle Trask, next man up off the bench with Jalen Green, Texas' uh, best cornerback out. Deshaun Jameson came out and just played amazing. I think Texas um, played pretty well overall in that game. I think Texas uh, played trash on this They just don't need to show to the ball again. Early on, it was fairly close, but I uh, figured Texas would take care of business in this game. Um, looking forward to the matchup this week against OU and Jalen Hurts. Right now we go to Cal and Oregon. Justin Herbert, who at the beginning of the season was a Heisman hopeful, kind of fell from that. He did play well in this game, though, 20 for 33, 214 yards, uh, and only one touchdown and one interception. Yeah, Oregon's D held Cal to only seven points, and it was a 10-point game, 17-7, so kind of a low-scoring game. But their defense didn't allow any points in the last three quarters of the game, which uh, was a really good uh, kind of finish to the game, but the second quarter is still kind of the start. Um, the offense, they, on, they only scored 17, but like I said earlier, a win is a win. Yeah, Oregon's defense played great, and California continues to show The Pac-12 is Oregon's to lose. It's going to be them in Washington, I think. All right, now we go on to Baylor at Kansas State. Uh, Charlie Brewer, the uh, quarterback for uh, Baylor, he played pretty well, 14 for 23, 230 yards. Uh, with only He only had one touchdown, though. But I'm just going to say this right now. Is anyone else kind of shocked by, by the fact that Baylor is 5-0 uh, and now with them going like 10 last year? Not really. Um, they did go – they went 7-6, and six, I believe, last year, actually. Uh but yeah, they did go one and eleven two years ago. Uh, I think that they haven't played as many good teams. Their la- their best two games have definitely been Iowa State and K State these last two weeks, and they showed up and played good in both of them. So I think if Baylor keeps on playing like this, they uh, could have a shot at being one of the top teams up there with Texas and Oklahoma. I think Baylor's definitely the number three team in Le'Veon Roy played awesome, and their offense had some big plays. Charlie Brewer came out with an injury late in this game. It'll be interesting to see uh, the uh, effects of that injury on Saturday. Baylor's defense is playing phenomenal. We'll see if they can keep it up. All right, now we move on to Washington at Stanford. 
Davis Mills, the Stanford quarterback, he played pretty good, 21 for 30, 293 yards with uh, surprisingly only one touchdown with those stats uh, against Washington D- Washington's D. Yeah, I picked Stanford to win this game in my underdog picks, and I picked Cameron Scarlett, their running back, to have a big game. And both of those um, – and to me, it looks like both of those happened. Cameron Scarlett uh, – Led them to the, led them uh, to the upset over Washington. Uh, Stanford has been kind of disappointing this year. We haven't seen as much as um, this year as we've seen the last few years. But they definitely looked a lot better this um, this week. Surprised by this win by um, Stanford, but Washington couldn't contain Scarlett, letting him have a career night. I'm shocked by this loss by Washington. It's fairly embarrassing considering Stanford's struggles. Hopefully they can pick it up. All right, now we go to Michigan State at Ohio State. Now, I was expecting Ohio State to win, so, I mean, that wasn't really too much of a big surprise. But Justin Fields, the replacement um, the replacement quarterback now for Ohio State, uh, he was 17 for 23, 206 yards, two touchdowns, and only one interception against Michigan State's defense. Yeah, Justin Fields, the transfer quarterback from Georgia, has been playing off the charts this season. Um, Ohio State is pretty legit. They put up 34 points against a pretty good defense in Michigan State and then held them to only 10 points. I think they're really good on both sides of the ball. Uh, Like you said, they're led by uh, one of the best in the business from so far what we've seen this season in Justin Fields. I agree with that. Ohio State looks incredible early on. Um, among the Alabamas and Clemsons of the world, I definitely have them in my early playoff picks. We'll see if they can continue. All right, now we go to full set SMU. Uh, uh, the Texas transfer, Shane Bouchelle, he played pretty good. Uh, he had a lot of incompletions, though, uh, over after his throws. He was uh, 23 for 48, uh, but he had 280 yards and two touchdowns out of those 23 completions. Yeah, this was a crazy game. Uh, going into the fourth quarter, Tulsa was winning 30-9, to and then SMU came all the way back, forced it to overtime, and they ended up winning 43-37. to They're now 6-0, and and I think um, – they could them um, and UCF, I think, are the top two teams in the AAC. And the way UCF's been playing and the way SMU's been playing, it looks like SMU has a early edge on UCF for the top AAC team. Uh, I'm not jumping on the SMU bandwagon yet. Zach Smith transferred from Baylor, plays good for Tulsa, and SMU can't afford to play like this against teams like Cincinnati, UCF, and Memphis. SMU six and zero. I'm, I'm surprised. surprised. I know everyone else is surprised. We'll see if they can uh-huh. keep it up. Shane Bouchelle, nice comeback story for him. <clears throat> All right, now I move on to Maryland at Rutgers. Uh, Maryland coming off the shutout against Penn State. Uh, beat Rutgers pretty handily by 41 points. Um, uh, Anthony McFarland, the Maryland running back, he only had seven carries, but he, uh, he had – 87 yards for each, for each of those carries and two touchdowns. Yeah, there, it's not much of a game for either team figuring it was against Rutgers, who 
It's probably the worst Power 5 team. Um, Maryland played good. Uh, this is like a perfect game to schedule. Once you get shut out by Penn State, you look at the schedule, playing Rutgers next, that's always a relief. Yeah, Maryland had a big yeah. win, but you said Rutgers was the worst team in Power 5. I think Maryland's the second worst team in the Power 5. Worst team. Maryland's the offense, offense exploded, exploded in weeks one and two. It's good, good to see them get, get back, back to form this week. Um, good win for them. <clears throat> so, real quick as updates, we have uh, updated in for uh, injuries and stuff that has happened. So, the USC quarterback, uh, Keaton uh, Slovis, is medically cleared, and he'll be uh, starting against number nine, Notre Dame, on Saturday. Uh, Rutgers quarterback, McLean Carter, uh, he actually – Retired from football in college, saying that he, uh, saying that for health re- reasons, uh, he wants to give up football because of how much surgery he's had. And running back Jatarvius Whitlow, Auburn running back, uh, out for four to six weeks after suffering a knee injury against Florida this past week. I'd like to add on to that. Clint Carter graduated from also, another update. Um, I know this is not Division One, but my um, the school where both of my parents went to, um, hometown from uh, in Belton, Texas, Mary Hart and Baylor, two-time national champions, but they got their 2016 national championship vacated um, due to uh, their coach Pete Fredenberg um, let a player borrow his car. Because his player did not have this player did not have uh, any way f- of transportation, and I think this is just a dumb move by the NCAA. I mean, do they want this player to be walking himself everywhere they go? That's what it seems like, and I think this is just a stupid move by the NCAA. UMHB will appeal the suspension. I mean, excuse me, the vacated national championship. Yeah, they're 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 appealing it, and uh, realistically, I think that it should get like uh, reversed and everything. I think they should be able to keep that. They earned it, and it's just a stupid reason. Like um, people let people borrow cars all the time, and I mean, for a coach to let a player borrow his car, I mean, I don't see a big issue with that. <clears throat> all right, so now we'll move on to our underdog and coverage picks. So my first underdog pick, I got West Virginia to beat Iowa State this week. Uh, for my first underdog pick, um, I know I just said that if Baylor keeps up playing the way they've been playing, then they'll be a top three team. But I actually think they're going to lose to Texas Tech this week. I know, Caleb, you said you're going to this game. Uh, I think that you're going to see uh, Texas Tech come to play, especially by the way that they played against Oklahoma State. And I think Tech's going to come away with the upset. I have Texas beating Oklahoma at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. Tom Herman is a great big game coach, and we'll see if they can deliver this week. It's going to be a tough test. Hopefully they can deliver. Yeah, I'll comment on that a lot later. Uh, my next underdog pick, I got Temple uh, beating Memphis. Uh, they're notorious for just upsetting a, t- a few top 25 teams just throughout the um, just throughout their college football years. So I have Temple. They have a really good defense. I have them beating uh, Memphis in Temple. 
I have USC beating Notre Dame. Uh, they get Keaton Slovis back. Notre Dame, they're a good team, but I think the USC is going to come out with um, a pretty big upset win and kind of knock Notre Dame out of the playoff conversation for this season. Yeah, for my pick, I got Florida again. I have uh, USF beating BYU. Um, it's going to be a close game. I think USF will sneak away with a win. Okay, now I'm going to the coverage picks. I have Alabama not covering 17.5 points over Texas A&M. Uh, Texas A&M has had some struggles, uh, realistically just with the quarterback, Kellen Mon. He hasn't been playing at all like anyone was expecting him to. Uh, and Jimbo Fisher has been made, made, making poor moves, not like pulling him sooner. But this week, I think that they'll get in line, and I think that they'll uh, – I think that uh, Alabama will still win, but I don't think that they'll cover 17.5 points. For my first coverage pick, I don't think Michigan will cover 22 against Illinois. Um, I think Michigan, they're they're kind of a close game team. There's some teams that won't blow you out unless, like, you're playing Rutgers like they did two weeks ago. Uh, so I think this won't be a 22-point game, more like a 15-point game. I think Baylor will cover 11 points in the second. I think Baylor's still win by about 35. I agree with you, Davis. I was at the Army-Michigan game, and I had the eye test in Michigan. I was not at all impressed. I think Michigan will not cover against Illinois. All right. Now, uh, my second coverage pick, I got Oklahoma uh, not covering 10.5 points over Texas. Um, I know you guys said that Texas will beat Oklahoma, but I, I just think that Oklahoma is too strong for Texas, and I think that they'll still come out with the win, but I do think that it will be a close game. Like I said earlier, more comments on that later from me. But for my next uh, coverage pick, y'all, Noah and Evan, y'all had this in your underdog picks. I think Iowa State won't cover against West Virginia. The way West Virginia played last week against Texas, they're kind of underrated. And Iowa State, uh, they played some games where they looked really good and then some games where they looked really bad. So I can't really tell for them right now. I think West they beat West Virginia, but they won't cover the spread. I got BYU covering five and a half points five against half USF. Points. Yes. I think USF, USF comes, out, BYU with comes out with a close win by about a touchdown and a field goal. I also have Oklahoma not covering against Texas. Like I said previously, I think Texas will sneak away with a win. The last three times that Oklahoma entered a game against Texas undefeated, they lost. And I just see Texas winning this game. All right. We move on to my Heisman leaderboard. Uh, number five, I have two Italia by Loa. Uh, some people might disagree with me there, but he just Alabama hasn't really played uh, many people. Uh, like worthy of being a top competitor right now, which uh, I and same thing with Clemson. I think it was I don't know how what happened with the one and two switch there, but uh, still he's up there. He's 17, uh, 1718 yards, uh, twenty three touchdowns, no interceptions, and his QBR rating his QB rating is ninety six point six. So yeah, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think he's been. Uh... 
playing a great season. Like I said earlier, one of the best in the business, and that's why I think he should be included in the top five for uh, Heisman Heisman considerations, or at least, if not top five, at least top six. Yeah, he's definitely in the top five for the Heisman uh, race, uh, but I don't think he's having as good a year as we thought he would have. But uh, I think – He's just not coming to high school like, against all these competitors. They're really good. I agree. Um, he doesn't have the charisma or explosiveness for me besides that throw against Georgia. He can't catch up to Jalen or Justin. I think he's out of the race. Agreed. Now, we, uh, number four, I got Justin Fields. Uh, 1,298 yards, uh, 18 touchdowns, one interception, and with a Q, uh, QBR uh, with a QB rating of 94.1. Yeah, I think uh, he's been playing a great season, just as and just as just like he might not be having as good a season as Tua or Joe Burrow or guys like that, but the way he's been playing this season is definitely enough to consider him for one of the top players in um, this season, for this season. My bad. Yeah, Justin Fields, I have him as my second in the Heisman race, but he's just playing phenomenal this season. Yeah, he's taking command of the Ohio State offense. Um, Looks like he's been there his entire career. He looks great. Um, I am at number three in my rankings. All right. Uh, I got Jonathan Taylor. Uh, So far this year, he's had 103 carries, 745 yards, 12 touchdowns, and uh, he's he's averaging 7.2 yards per carry. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor, um, ever since he arrived on campus at Wisconsin and started playing football, He's just been one of the best running backs to do it. And um, he was just – this season has been probably his best season so far. And uh, I think that this is – this week is another week for him against Michigan State. I'll hit on this uh, in a minute. And I think that he's going to have another big game and another big season, and he has a chance at maybe even coming away with the Heisman uh, Trophy this season. Yeah, I think Jonathan Taylor's going to stay in the Ohio State game. He's going to get out of the race after that game. He has fabulous stats. He thrashed Michigan a couple weeks ago. Looks great. Also has a Louis Vuitton mouthpiece. Never seen that before. Has style, speed, strength. He's number two on my list behind Jalen Hurts. Also, adding to that, there's another running back who has been playing very well, but kind of under the radar. Chuba Hubbard for o- Oklahoma State is having a great season down there. Right. Speaking of Jalen Hurts, though, Caleb. Uh, now I got number uh, so number two Jalen Hurts. Uh, he has one thousand five hundred two hundred three yards, fourteen touchdowns, two interceptions, with his QB rating uh, also being ninety six point six, the same as to Tagovailoa. 
Yeah, I haven't been um, very high on Jalen Hurts. I've been kind of, eh, I can't tell. But now he's definitely a top five, if not top three contender for the Heisman Trophy. The way he's just been putting up stats week, week in and week out, he's just um, playing amazing. And I think, again, I'll hit on this uh, in just a minute, but I think that he's going to have a big game against Texas this week. I think Jalen Hurts is the best player in college football right now. And I think if you even put him at running back, he'd still be a Heisman contender. Um, I already voiced that he was my number one um, in the rankings for Heisman running. He's a great runner. Uh, he's a lot more polished of a passer than he was at Alabama. Um, and he's a really uh, accomplished leader, and I really like how he plays the game of football. All right, number one, and a lot of people disagree about, with me about this, but number one, you got LSU quarterback Joe Burrow. He's thrown for 1,864 yards. That's more than 100 than, uh, than two at Tagovailoa. Uh, 22 touchdowns. He has had three interceptions, and his uh, QB rating is 91. The reason I have him at number one is because you look at the other teams, and they haven't really played many teams. After, after this week, uh, Jalen Hurts will have played Oklahoma, and we'll see how that goes. And But then again, Joe Burrow plays Florida. So right now I still got Joe Burrow number one because he's played the best teams and has reacted uh, best under the best teams. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I kind of disagree with you on that. I don't know if he should be number one yet, uh, though he has been putting up insane stats. Uh, I think that there's just so many players in the Heisman race right now. Anyone could be number one. So on my list, I actually have like six. I have six players, and I have a five A and a five B. And Joe Burrow, I think, is number three. Um, he's just playing really good this season, and I think he's going to continue it. Um, but I want, I'm wanting LSU to win the SEC now that they beat Texas as a Texas fan. So I'm hoping Joe Burrow does good, and I think he will. I I watched the LSU-Texas game a couple weeks ago when Joe Burrow looked like an NFL quarterback in that game, threw for 471 yards. Crazy impressive. Took the air out of DKR. Um, great player, great under pressure. It'll be fun to see how. He uh, does for the rest of the year. All right, and now we're going to Davis's top players for this upcoming week. All right, so at number five, um, I've got so in this I have four players from uh, two different games. So this is one of them, Kyle Trask, the Florida quarterback. He's playing LSU. I think he's better than Felipe Franks, honestly. Uh, I mean, Felipe Franks went out against Kentucky and. Uh, they haven't missed a beat with Kyle Trask. If anything, I think they've been better offensively. And I think uh, if they're going to win this game against LSU, then he's going to have to be a big part of it. Yeah, Kyle Trask has one thing that um, Felipe Franks didn't uh, – or, or Felipe Franks had one thing, is that Felipe Franks was really cocky and overconfident. And now with him being out, uh, it's opened the door for Kyle Trask but. So far, he's been performing really well. Yeah, I think Kyle Trask is really good. I think this will be a big test for him. 
back-to-back weeks, really tough teams. Trask showed tremendous toughness last week playing through a meniscus injury. Or I don't know if it's a meniscus, but it's a knee injury. Um, Really good toughness, really good leadership, and got the win over Auburn. So it wouldn't surprise me if he has another good week against a tough LSU secondary led by Grant Delpit. All right, now coming in at number four, I've got Jalen Hurts, uh, the Oklahoma quarterback, playing against Texas. The last last year especially, Kyler Murray, who's kind of a similar quarterback, more similar to Jalen, Jalen Hurts um, and Baker Mayfield. Hurts really likes to run it uh, more than throw it, but he can throw it uh, pretty good. And I think that that's going to be a thing that Texas is going to have to deal with. They're going to have to put a spot on him. And even with a spy, I think – He's still going to be able to have a great game. I think this will be a high-scoring affair in the party. All right, yeah, um, Jonathan, like I said, Jalen Hurts, uh, he's thrown for uh, 1,523 yards, in like, 14 touchdowns, only two interceptions, tied with QB rating with a, with a Tua. Uh, these are insane stats. I mean, former Alabama quarterback, um, I mean, He's doing really good in uh, in Oklahoma. Yeah, I think Jalen Hurts is an incredible athlete, an incredible leader. I really love watching him play. I think he may be the number one player this week. We'll see. All right, now at number three, I've got Jonathan Taylor, the Wisconsin running back, playing against Michigan State. They've played um, – I've noticed that they've played a lot of good teams uh, this season, and Jonathan Taylor every seems like every week he's been on this segment, uh, and he deserves it. He's the best running back in the nation. Uh, they rely on him in their offense uh, to do pretty much everything. He's their uh, – identity, and I think he's going to have a big game against a good Michigan State defense, and he's going to have to. Yeah, yeah. not much more to say about that, but yes, I agree. Yeah, I agree as well. You're right, Davis. He's going to have to have a good game to beat Michigan State. Um, Other than that, I do agree. Jonathan Taylor's a great player. All right, now at number two, I've got Joe Burrow. Uh, he's playing against Florida, the LSU quarterback. I think if he gets to number one or top two for me on the Heisman board, it's going to be this week because uh, this is a good Florida defense, and this is kind of a chance for him to prove himself against another good team. He's already played a lot of good teams, and I think this is kind of another uh, game where he can prove him that he's a top player. Not much more to say about that. I do think that Joe Burrow is the best player in college football right now. Um, Still, he's performing really well, and this will be the ultimate test against the Florida defense, at least until they play Alabama. Yeah, I think Joe Burrow is a top player, but he's a top player to watch this week. I think he's going to struggle against Florida. I'm really high on Joe Burrow. I think he's a charismatic talent. I think he has a great arm, and uh, it'll be fun to see how he performs this week against a tough Florida secondary. 
All right, now at number one, some people could say I'm biased, but I think that he's going to have a big game. Sam Ellinger uh, playing in the con- the Red River rivalry. Uh, two of his biggest games in his career have been in the Red River rivalry. Scored five total touchdowns last season, um, and he's a better player than he was last season. Definitely a better player than he was his freshman year, and I think that he's going to have a big game. This is probably, if Texas loses this game, they're out of the college football playoff for sure, and he knows that. And so he's going to come in with his uh, winning mentality. He has such a winning mentality, and I think he's going to come in and play the best football of his life. One thing, I, mean, I do think he's biased, but not necessarily on this. Um, I do think, though, that uh, I do think that Sam Ellinger is going to ha- have a really good game. Uh, one of the main things that quarterbacks do well is they perform. A lot of them perform really well under pressure, and I think that this is going to be a lot of pressure for Sam Ellinger. Like you said, they lose this game, they're out of the um, playoffs for sure. Uh, already going to be tough to get in with one loss, considering uh, Alabama and Clemson and everyone. But this is going to be a really good game for Sam Ellinger, I think. Yeah, this is a huge Sam Ellinger. I think he's going to have to do everything. I think the key to the game, like I said, I picked Texas to win this game, will be Ellinger's legs. I think if he can have a strong running attack and beat them both in the air and on the ground, Texas will win this game, as I predicted. All right, now we move on to Noah's top five games for this week. So what do you got, Noah? Okay, my first game is LSU in Florida. I think this is the best game of the week to watch. I think Florida is going to come out with the win. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you there. I think that LSU is going to be uh, – LSU, you know, I think that they should realistically be ranked number two. Alabama and Clemson haven't played any, really anybody. Um, I think that uh, they should be ranked uh, for sure number two. Um, but I do think that the, the Joe Burrow and the LSU offense will be too much for the Florida defense. Uh, also, defense led by Grant Delpit. Uh, I just think that that's going to be a lot for Kyle Trask to handle. So I got I got LSU on that one. Yeah, I think this will be a good game. Uh, two top ten teams, um, Florida and LSU. LSU has played great this season. Florida, uh, I I think they're a little bit overrated, but the way they played last week, especially defensively against Auburn, um, they're definitely a better team than I thought they were. And so I think this is kind of that game where they can show that they're really actually a top ten team, like legit top 10 team. I think it's disrespectful to put this game about the Red River rivalry as your number one game, which is okay. It's your opinion. I also think LSU is going to beat the brakes off of Florida. Joe Burrow is going to go off, and they're going to kill Florida. All right. My next game is Penn State against Iowa. I think Sean Clifford is going to have a career game, and I think Penn State will come out with a win. Yeah, um, I think that that's going to be a really good game, but I do think that Penn State will come out with the win there. Um, uh, like you, you have it, number two, uh, are arguably one of the best uh, games of the week. Um, again, I'd probably put that behind the Red River rivalry, but uh, this is 
but this is going to be a really good game for Sean Clifford. And let's, uh, let's see if he can come out the win there. Yeah, I think this will be a really good game. Uh, Penn State obviously played really good against Maryland last week. Iowa, they did lose 10-3, to didn't have a great offensive performance. So I think this is another game where um, these two teams could kind of, uh, like, again, kind of like I said for Florida, it's uh, Iowa, they've now lost, and this is a top Big Ten team. I don't think Iowa's good enough for the college football playoff. But if they're going to make their case for top 15, which I think they deserve to be in the top 15, then it'll be this week. I think Penn State will come away with the win as well. Um, I think their talent will just be too much for Iowa. All right, my next game, one of the biggest games of the week, Oklahoma and Texas. I got Oklahoma coming out by a field goal. Um. Again, rivalry, rivalry. This is a really big rivalry game. Um, again, I think I have OU coming out with the win here. Um, I have OU not covering over uh, Texas, but you know, I don't think that they will. I think they'll win by like a field goal or a touchdown. But I have OU coming out the win. I mean, I think Sam Ellinger will be too overwhelmed. Uh, Jalen Hurst will have a career game, and this will just. Uh, I think that OU is just going to come out with the win there. Well, Jalen Hurts this week said that he's played in the Iron Bowl. And, um, this game is bigger than the Iron Bowl. This is the biggest rivalry in college football. Um, people just make it out like Alabama-Auburn's a bigger rivalry because it's Alabama. Uh, and I think that this is a bigger game than Jalen Hurts expects it to be. And I think that it will be a close game in Texas. Uh, OU, uh, like always, they – have bad blood with each other, obviously, because they're probably the biggest rivals in college football. And I think it'll just be a close game just like it was last year. I think um, Texas will come out with the win. Like I said, a big upset. Ellinger will have a big game on the ground as well as through the year. I think Texas and Oklahoma is right up there with the Iron Bowl for the best rivalry game with the talent. But I think that the Army-Navy game is the best rivalry game. Uh, year in and year out, it's fabulous to watch. But going back to the game, I think Texas will win, and an upset Ellinger will come out big. Yeah, it's a reason called why it's called America's game. Trump doesn't go to Texas and Oklahoma. Okay, my next game is Bama and A and M. I got Bama winning this game by two touchdowns. Yeah, uh, I mentioned in my uh, I mentioned in my uh, coverage picks that Bama won't cover uh, seventeen and a half over. Uh, Texana. Uh, I do think that two touchdowns is still still might be a stretch, but I think that I th- I probably think that Alabama will win by a touchdown, uh, maybe a little bit more. But uh, I think I think this would be a really good game. Uh, Texas A&M uh, really needs this win if they want to uh, try to pull something together to get in a good bowl game. Um, probably not going um, probably not going to make a in playoffs now. Um, but they've by far had the Hardest schedule. They have to play all four of the top teams Clemson uh, this year, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, and LSU. So it's just a really tough game, for, a tough year for Texas A&M. So, I mean, let's just, we'll, they're, they're just trying to make the best out of it that they can. I disagree with you on a lot of that. I think Texas a and are a little – way too overrated. Yeah, they have Jimbo Fisher. Kellen Mond's not that great of a quarterback. Yeah, he's – I would take him over some other guys, but I wouldn't take him over 
any of the names, mo mo all of the names we've listed. Um, I think that this will be an uh, easy win for – I think this will be an easy win for Alabama as number one ranked team, and A&M won't even stand a chance even at Kyle Field. I agree with Davis. I think um, Alabama will handle Texas A&M up front. I think Alabama's receiving core will torch the Aggies through the air. And um, A&M always seems to, uh, you know, piddle out towards the end of the year, middle of the year. Uh, I think it'll be a four-touchdown win, three-touchdown win by uh, the Crimson Tide. All right, my last game is Wisconsin and Michigan State. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to have a huge game, over 300 rushing yards, and probably over four touchdowns. Yeah, I think this is going to be a really good game. Um, I was surprised, though, whenever Wisconsin played Michigan, but the same thing my dad, my, me and my dad kept on saying, that that was just a Heisman showcase for a uh, game for, um, for Jonathan Taylor. He's going to have a really good game against Michigan State. I don't see Michigan State coming out with the win there against uh, Wisconsin, and I just think that Wisconsin will come out with the easy win there. Yeah, this is kind of – Jonathan Taylor, like we said, best running back in the nation against a really good – really good This will be a – it's a good matchup on paper between Jonathan Taylor and a good defense. And But I think that uh, Wisconsin will pull away – I think it'll be close at the beginning, but Wisconsin will pull the way and end up winning by two touchdowns or more. Um, to add on, y'all, Taylor will have a big game. Probably over 200 rushing yards and two touchdowns at least. Um, I think they'll just be too much for Michigan State. All right. Now, this this week's uh, – Top 25 picks. So the first game uh, is actually uh, tomorrow, and that is Virginia at Miami. Um, Miami is actually favored by two, but I have Virginia winning. Um, Virginia, I mean, is probably one of the weakest teams in the top 25. Um, Miami uh, is a pretty strong team, good defense, but I have uh, Virginia uh, coming out the win there. Yeah, I think Virginia will come out with the win. Miami uh, – they're not as good as they were two years ago. That was kind of like a fluke season, I think. And I think Virginia, led by quarterback Bryce Perkins, will come out with a pretty easy win. Yeah, I got Virginia as well. Virginia will win. All right, now we got Colorado at Oregon. Uh, I have Oregon. I mean, again, there aren't too many uh, really good teams in the Pac-12, uh, probably Washington and Oregon, uh, like Caleb said. But – uh, I just have Oregon winning this game. Uh, I don't know, probably probably about like 14 points I have. Yeah, uh, I think the Ducks will come away with the win. I got Oregon as well, big. I think Herbert will have a nice day. Um, three or four touchdowns. I think Oregon will handle Colorado. All right, now we got South Carolina and Georgia. Uh, Georgia is just a really good overall team. Amazing, awesome. Uh, defense, really good offense with Jake Fromm and DeAndre Swift. Uh, I got them winning, especially at Georgia. Uh, I just really don't think this is going to be too great of a game considering South Carolina is probably the, one of the weaker teams in this uh, SEC. Uh, so I got Georgia. Yeah, I think Georgia comes away with a pretty easy win. I got Georgia. Huge. Huge. 
in Athens, tough environment to play. Um, Georgia by 25 to 30. All right. Now we got Michigan at Illinois. I got Michigan by a lot. Uh, Illinois, again, isn't one of those uh, top teams in the Big Ten, though. Um, so, I mean, I just have uh, Michigan winning by quite a bit. Yeah, I covered this in my coverage picks, and I think that Michigan is a good team, but they're not impressive. They're kind of sloppy, especially on offense. They're good defense. I think this will be a lot closer game than everyone's expecting, but I think they that the Wolverines will win. Yeah, I got Michigan, yeah. but probably by 10. I got Michigan by two touchdowns. All right, now I'm going to Memphis at Temple. Uh, Memphis is ranked number 22, and they're favored, I think, by four and a half. Uh, they are playing at Temple. I mentioned this in my uh, underdog picks. I got Temple. They got a really good defense, and I think that they will hold Memphis and come out with the win there with their offense. I got Memphis winning. Uh they're, I think they'll overpower Temple. Uh, not really as much of a game, as big game as others. So I think this will kind of fly under the radar. But I think that uh, the Memphis will come out with a win. I got Memphis. I think they're going I have Memphis. Um, this is a game that will put you to sleep if you're not careful. Um, I have family in Memphis, so I'm going to go Memphis. All right, next we got Alabama at Texas A&M. Um, and I think that uh, Alabama will win this game. It's just – Alabama is just a really good overall team, uh, have been for years now. Um, Texas a- they're playing at Texas A&M, and uh, Kyle Field has a huge uh, effect on the uh, players in the game. Uh, so you never know, but I do think that uh, Alabama will, will come out the win there, but I do I don't think that they'll cover 17.5. Not a Bama fan, but roll tide roll, they'll win by 30 or more. Yeah, I'm changing my pick from two touchdowns to probably six touchdowns. I think Alabama will win big. Um, two in the receiving core will be too much for the Aggies as well as um, the defensive line. All right, next, I got, next is Florida State at Clemson. Uh, Florida State, I mean, ACC just overall uh, after Clemson, it kind of falls. Next best team is probably Virginia. And then after that, it's kind of just uh, up for grabs. It's just occasional throughout the year, and it's really hard to choose. But I have Clemson by a lot in this one. Yeah, I think Clemson comes out with a pretty easy win. Uh, Florida State's not that good. I think um, – Two more games, and then uh, Florida State coach Willie Taggart's out. Yeah, I think – I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think I'd rather watch the Redskins and Dolphins game than this game. I think Clemson, I think they're going to score 70. Um, the ACC is an extremely disappointing conference. Even Clemson has not impressed me so far this year. I think Clemson will win by close to 40 points. All right, now we got Michigan, uh, Wisconsin. Uh, and again, uh, Noah, you covered this in your uh, top games. Um, Wisconsin is just a really good team. Jonathan Taylor 
this is just going to be another big yards, uh, racking up stats for him to feed his Heisman chances. Uh, I just think that Wisconsin will come out with an easy win there. I think that Michigan State has been overrated this year from what they have uh, originally been positioned at in the top 25, and now that they're out. But I just think that Wisconsin will come out with an easy win there. Running back you, Wisconsin, I think they'll uh, roll with their running back, Jonathan Taylor, to a win. Wisconsin by one. Give the man the ball. Taylor, 200 yards, two touchdowns. Wisconsin by two touchdowns. All right. Next we got uh, Washington State at Arizona State. Um, now, I have Washington State winning, getting back in the top 25. Uh, Arizona State, I don't think that uh, they, they're playing good. I don't think that they're there yet in the top 25. Uh, and I think that this week will prove that. Uh, I got Washington State uh, winning. Uh, the way Washington State played the first few weeks, then the loss to UCLA, uh, they haven't been, they haven't looked as, they haven't looked good since they lost to UCLA. So I think Arizona State comes away with the win. I got Anthony Gordon in Washington State. I think Anthony Gordon has a huge game. I have uh, – this is a tough pick. I have Arizona State winning. I'm a huge Anthony Gordon fan, one of my favorite players in college football. Love watching the Washington State games late on Saturday nights and the Sunday morning. But uh, I'm going to go Arizona State and uh, Herm Edwards for this win. All right, next we got Cincinnati at Houston. Um, Houston, uh, now uh, Cincinnati is coming off that uh, big win against uh, UCF, uh, but I have um, but I have uh, Houston winning uh, with Dana Holgerson. I just think that they'll come out with the win there instead. So, yeah. Yeah, they do have Dana Holgerson, but um, Cincinnati, I think they'll win this one with Houston not having their quarterback, Derek King who's redshirting this season, um, I think that Cincinnati comes away with a win. Yeah, Houston lost to Tulane, and I think that it's going to do really well. I got Cincinnati. Cincinnati. All right, next we have Texas Tech at Baylor. Um, I have uh, Texas Tech winning this game. Uh, Baylor is undefeated, but I think that Texas Tech will come out to play. Um, and I think that Baylor will take their first loss and get out of the top 25. Yeah, I think Tech wins this one in a very close game, though. I think uh, Baylor plays really well this game. I think Charlie Brewer has a great game. I think Baylor – Tech's not going to play good in the cold. It's going to be a cold game. Baylor's going to win 45-21. Um, Baylor's defense is going to suffocate Duffy – the offense is going to run circles around them. Denzel Mims is going to have three or four touchdowns, along with Lovett, Ebner, and uh, Hasty on the ground. I think Baylor by almost three touchdowns. All right. Now we've got uh, USC at Notre Dame. And, Davis, you had USC winning, and I was really surprised by that. I mean, I know they have uh, their backup quarterback uh, back, but they still don't have JT Daniels. So I have – um, I have the uh, I have the Fighting Irish winning this game. I think uh, USC they played better in bigger games this year. Beat Utah um, a few weeks ago, and 
I think that they'll come back and with Keaton Slovis back, uh, I think they'll play good. And I think it'll be a close win, but I think USC um, has will have uh, the the Fighting Irish number. The Irish will play like champions. I have uh, Notre Dame winning in South Bend as well. All right, now we go to Penn State at Iowa. Um, I actually, uh, I'll ha- I actually have Iowa winning this one. Uh, this is gonna be a good game. Uh, Penn State's a good team, but I think that they'll just be a little uh, overconfident, and I think that they'll get tripped up by the Iowa defense. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think Iowa comes away with a, a pretty surprising win. I got Penn State, Sean Clifford, Jim Game. I have Penn State as well. All right, now we go to Louisville, Wake Forest. Uh, again, ACC matchup. Louisville, not that great ever since Lamar Jackson left. Um, Wake Forest, I was a little surprised that they're in the top 25 again. Um but yeah, I have Wake for I have all Wake for us to beating uh, Louisville, probably probably by like two or three touchdowns. Yeah, Wake Forest yeah. is kind of a surprising team, uh, ranked number nineteen. I think that they'll come away with the win, but I think it'll be a little closer than everyone expects. I got Louisville actually in this one. Uh, I think they played pretty good against Notre Dame, and Notre Dame played great against Georgia. Louisville. I have Louisville by two. They're gonna get a safety. All right, next is a... All right, <laughs> all right. Now we got Utah at Oregon State. Uh, we me and Davis have mentioned how Utah has been overrated, but I I have Utah beating Oregon State this week. Uh, I just think that uh, Oregon State not too great the team, so I have Utah. Yeah, I think Utah comes away with the win against Oregon State. My best friend is a big Oregon State fan. But Oregon State is so bad, you couldn't pay me to pick them. So, um, no, Oregon State's going to lose by probably 30. All right, now we got uh, Hawaii at Boise State. Um I've kind of just done my life just, like, in the back of my mind. Just always cheer for Boise State, um, almost like a secondary team. But uh, I have Boise State uh, beating Hawaii in this in this one. Yeah, I said last week that I think um, Hank Bachmeyer has been one of the top freshman uh, quarterbacks that we've seen. There haven't been as many as there were last year, but he's been playing really good for Boise State, and I think they'll win again against Hawaii. I think Boise State. Boise State. I'll go to um, LSU. This is, a real, this is going to be a really good game. As I've mentioned, I think Joe Burrow is the best player in college football right now. LSU's uh, proven themselves and definitely playoff contender. I have L- I have LSU winning. Uh, I have them covering uh, 14 and a half points over Florida. I've said this all. This is a good. Uh, like I said earlier, this is a good-looking matchup on paper. I said this about the Wisconsin-Michigan State game. Uh, a good defense in Florida against a good team in LSU. I think LSU is too good, and I think they'll win by um, double digits. Battle of DBU. I got Florida. 
Um, LSU, Joe Burrow is too good. Delpit is too good. I'm going star power in this game. I'm going LSU by probably 17. All right, now we got uh, the game we've been talking about now, uh, Red River rivalry, uh, OU at Texas. Uh, I have OU winning this one. Uh, I think this will be a good game. Uh, I just think that Sam Ellinger will be overwhelmed and Jalen Hurts will have a really good game. Uh, OU is just a really good team overall, and I think that they'll come out the win there. And uh, awesome. Well, it's actually at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, but um, I think that Texas comes away with the win in a very high-scoring close game. These two offenses, I think Texas has the better defense. Oklahoma has better stats, but I think like last year, Texas has the better defense, and that's going to make a difference. One stop is all it takes for to win this game. I think Sam Ellinger comes in, gets more than five total touchdowns. Those combines for over 500, 600 total yards. I think that he's just going to have a great game. The defense is going to show up, and I think the Longhorns are going to come away with the win. Sooner, sooner, Oklahoma's defense is going to play phenomenal. I got Oklahoma by four touchdowns. Wait, did you say four touchdowns? Yes. That's insulting. Um, I'm not even a big Texas fan, but I'm going Texas in this game, a close one. I agree, Texas's defense is better than Oklahoma's. Ellinger, like I've been preaching this entire podcast, is going to have a big day on the ground. He's going to pound it. He's going to run over Murray, sadly. But um, I have Texas in a score of 37 to 34. Hook him. Yeah, this week uh, college football is going to be a great week. Uh, Noah and Caleb, thanks for joining us. Uh, this has been a really good show. All right, uh, thanks for listening, guys. See you next week in Section 105 game day. Thank you. Thanks. Had a great time. Sick of.